You're listening to a production of Swanson Media. Hey everybody, this is Joe Swanson. Welcome to Sullen Radio. Please check out my sponsors, Sullen Clothing, Kingpin Tattoo Supply, Inky's Tattoo Products, Black Flies Eyewear, Wacom, and Tattoos Cure Cancer. You can find the show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Sullen Radio. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at OG Joe Swanson. Please check out Sullen Radio for all the archive shows. You can also sign up for the newsletter and follow the blog. I'm also available for tattoos. If you'd like to get tattooed by me, you can please email me at joe at sullenradio.com. I'm looking for a couple people to do a uh, one collaboration project on and also a video project that I have coming up towards the end of the year. So hit me up if you're interested in jumping on board with either of those things. This is Sullen Radio with Joe Swanson, and this is my talk with tattooer Danny Lepore. This is Sullen Radio with Joe Swanson, the premier art-driven podcast. Hey everybody, this is Joe Swanson. Welcome back to another episode of Sullen Radio. My guest today is Danny Lapore. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, what up, bro? Everything's good. Just living life. Man. Just got off of work, so hang That's in. great, dude. I appreciate you sitting down with me. You know, it's uh, we, you know, just talking before the podcast here. Um, telling you, it's exciting for me, man, to see young cats like you who are fucking killing it and coming at the business really hard with a plan, strategic, and with the skills to back it up, man. How, talk about your, you know, when you started tattooing, how you got into it, and kind of your evolution to now. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's really only been like a, the tattooing and everything, maybe like a six year trip in my life, but it's it's felt like twenty, you know. Uh, when I first started, I was still in high school, and uh, I always wanted to be a tattoo artist since I was like a little kid. It was just something I always thought was like cool as hell. Always wondered how to get into it, and uh, my brother bought me a tattoo machine when I was 16, and I was like, oh, what the fuck? You know, like, couldn't even believe it. So, like, I go and set the thing up, and I looked at it, and I just, like, had no idea what the fuck was going on. So, I'm like, you know what? Before I go and destroy somebody, let me look into apprenticeships, you know? So, dude, I must have went to, like... 30 shops around my local area, just everywhere, dude, asking all the time, constantly, like, uh, you know, just asking, like, you know, let me get an apprenticeship, show them my drawings, but I was 16, dude, nobody wanted to take me serious. Yeah. They were just, were, you were doing, what kind of drawings were you doing right then? At that uh, point? Just, just weird stuff, man. I was just doing, like, skull, always skulls and just dark stuff. Like, I remember even, like, in, uh, I think it was, like, third grade, I drew, like, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin crucified and on fire, and they sent me, like, guidance and shit. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I was, dude, I was, like, young as hell maybe like nine ten years old you know yeah. drawing like creepy shit yeah i, don't know, I liked it always that's yeah. cool man that's awesome so you were drawn to the tattoos through did friends of yours have tattoos or how how did you well, get I mean, drawn I to them at a young age i was like 16 so like i mean my mom had tattoos you know had a couple here and there but i, I just always would see people with them and you know i was just always thought it was badass i was like oh i'm gonna have sleeves when i get older just always proclaimed it you know so then i you know i, I tried with the apprenticeship for so many shops and they all said no so i kind of just gave up on the idea of it I just had the machine and the, and the kit or whatever, some piece of shit, like $200 kit, you know? I just left it in, in my room. I didn't even fuck with it. You know, I just put it on the side. And uh, I was talking about it one day. I used to work at this, dude, I used to work at a juice bar, right? Okay. Like uh, making shakes in the gym. Let me tell you, dude, I'll make, I'll make a bomb-ass smoothie right now. <laughs> this should be fucking serious. I bet you would, man. That shit forever. So I'm just like in the gym talking with these fucking juice bag guys and everything, you know? And uh, there were some cool people in there. And one time this dude walked up who I was friends with. He was like... I was telling him about Christmas and how I got the machine and he was like, 
oh, dude, my boy in Staten Island, Jay, he's like, he's looking for an apprentice. And I was like 17 maybe at this time. And I was like, well, fuck, I'm going to, you know, what was his number? You know, start asking questions. And uh, so I found out the shop he works out and I gave him a call. And I'm like, hey, what's up? You guys taking apprentices? Kind of just blew me off. You know, dude, I called like 10 times that week. Like I just kept calling. Like, And he's like, eventually, just fine. Bring your drawings in, man. So, dude, I had like no idea about the tattoo industry or anything. Dude, I go in with a, with a tie and a suit on. <laughs> nice. No, so I'm like all proper. Like, proper, seven, yeah. Bring my book that I just like drew tattoo designs within like the next five days because he gave me short notice to come by finally. I was like, whoa. And uh, he's like, uh, I was just like crazy ambitious. Like, please, I'll do anything, you know. So I finally got that. And uh, I apprenticed under a dude named uh, Jay Cabot, this cool-ass dude from Staten Island. That's where I started off. Uh, I stayed there for two, three years, something like that. It was like two years of apprenticeship. A lot of, it was a lot of time spent apprenticing. Uh, I wasn't really tattooing or anything for the first year and a half, two years. And then I uh, stayed at the shop for another year. Differences move on. And now I'm at a uh, bullseye tattoo. Yeah. For the three years. Where you're booked out, man. I just saw like, let's keep it current here with Instagram right now. You're booked out yeah. through 2015 and you're about to go on a mad tear uh, of traveling. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's pretty crazy, man. I don't really ever stop to think about it and, uh, like really look at things, but compared to like when I started, you know, like being booked for two weeks was cool, you know? Mm -hmm. And now it's got to the point where it's like, I mean, it's only July and the rest of the year is booked, you know? And people are, and it's just like, people are asking me like, when can, when can you get me in? There's gotta be somewhere you can squeeze me and like, no bullshit, dude. I'm booked like seven days a week. I mean, most months I have like minimum, I mean, a maximum like three days off per month. You know what I mean? So like shit is crazy right now. So like, I'm so grateful for it. You know, I'm working really hard. I always wanted that, you know, to be like super booked up. Um, and now it's at the point where it's like, dude, I, I mean, the emails dude are just coming through like hundreds a day. It's just insane. Like I can't even believe it. It's just like nuts. Talk, so, talk uh, about what's the super interesting part to me, man, is what's in between being stoked on, you know, being booked out for two weeks and where you're at now, where you have floods of, of inquiries of people wanting to get tattooed by you in a style that you are into. Um, yeah. What do you think it took in between that time? How, what was that like for you? Were you, you know, busting out street shop stuff? Were you, how did you make that move into custom? Yeah, and and that's, definitely one, that's definitely one thing that people bring up to me a lot. Is like a lot of tattooers, some be like, oh, I wish I could just do creepy black and gray shit every day. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but they don't know, man. It's been like uh, a long trip of that. I, I like, wasn't always able to just come in every day and people be like, yeah, just do you, man. You know, like it's, I love it now. It's, I mean, it's like the most amazing thing ever, mm -hmm. but, uh, I used to watch dudes like Carl, uh, just when he started to, to develop the creepy style, he was still doing like things that you would see in a street shop, you know, like uh, lettering and this and that. And I was seeing him branch away from it. And he would always do deals where he'd like, you know, say you charge half your rate and, and, you know, you do a tattoo. That's something you want to do and it's cool, but you do it for cheap. You know, I did that shit for like two years, man, mm -hmm. like heavy, you know? And, uh, some of the places that I was working at, they weren't really cool with doing discounts. So I would like do it after I worked already. So I would work say a 10 hour shift. And then after that, have one of my friends come in and, you know, do it for a cheap rate, you know, or Another like big piece. It took man, you know, yeah. it was just, uh, like it was a lot of you, like the, the first three years, like I really wasn't doing anything that I like loved, but it was just like to get better. So I would, you know, yeah. the first year I spent tattooing, that was in a shop where it was more of a, traditional mindset of building so like my first year was just i mean like first three months i didn't do a tattoo that was bigger than a quarter man like it was just little stuff you know yep. and then when they felt like that then i was ready then i would go on to the next a little bit bigger you know and it was just basic flat dude i mean like 
I'm done like half a cherry Creek, you know? <laughs> right, man. Yeah, man. Like, you know, I've, I've, I've done uh, like all that, the tattoo, Johnny flash, funny bullseye tattoo flash. Right. All I work for, you know? <laughs> so, well, previous owner, but you know, yeah. So it's, uh, I definitely did all those flash designs, man. I wasn't always doing a skulls every day and chicks and weird bloody things. You know, it was always like, uh, just the progress. I always try to push people for it. And, uh, I always try to, con- you know, really talk to clients and convince them like, look, it's, I think it'll be cooler like this. It's my style. I'm trying to build it up. You know, it was, a, it was a lot of like everyday kind of building. And, and to me, it's, it's kind of like you have to build your clients to trust you. Like my, me, when I speak to clients, like that relationship is super important to me, like every day. You know what I mean? Because it's like if, if they come in and they feel like they didn't have a good time or that I wasn't cool or excited about their idea, then they're not going to be pumped to come back. You know? So like uh, that's another thing too is I would just really talk to them and like be real with everything, you know? If I think something sucks, I'm going to tell them. If I think something will be cool, I'm going to tell them, you know? Yeah. If they don't want that, I'm not going to all of a sudden be like fine and slam papers. You know, I'm going to do what they want, you know? Right. But, uh, you know, it's just uh, – so a lot of – I'm definitely like uh, – definitely enjoy my clients and definitely really try to get to know them and stuff and try to get cool with them. So usually when you're cooler with them, they're, they're more open to do some weird shit, you know? Yeah, man. People forget about that. Those discount days and those, that grind that comes before, you know, the spot that you're in now where things are, are flowing and you can travel. And, um, did you, uh, travel to conventions local or otherwise when you, um, were in those first kind of formidable years? No, actually, the the shop that I was working at, they, it was a very old school shop, mindset wise, and they're not into that convention traveling thing. You're in the shop to make money, man. You know what I mean? You don't make money for nobody else. It's just kind of how it is. And uh, he let me do one, and then uh, it kind of just it got like sour about it. So actually, that was one of the main reasons that I went on to the next shop, where I took the opportunity with Victor Montefiore, um, because when I first hit him up, I was like, "Look, man, I want I want to travel. I want to get my name out there. I don't want to be your everyday." artist that just you know just does flash you know i was like i want to i want to try to make this into something you know mm-hmm. and he was victor's always been like behind my back with the travels man and uh that's one of the main reasons that i do travel so much because he's like really cool with it and uh he's always been cool with it it's always been conditions and I'll be, that's why i've been at that shop for a long time mm-hmm. so it's uh it's a cool place and yeah it's just been crazy yeah man it seems like it's been a wild ride you know where the you know as as the hard work was paying is paying off it's starting to snowball and it goes it's moving faster and faster for you and you know more opportunity and and more things first time traveling this kind of schedule where you know you were telling me you're going to be away for you know a good number of weeks at a time so um how exciting is that for you man you know it's exciting but uh i'm like the worst that like not thinking it's it's good enough, you know. Like I'm, I'm super excited about. It. I'm super pumped, you know. But uh, I just, I'm just like, I don't ever want to like, as my boss would say, Victor Montefiore, he would say, don't celebrate in the fifth inning. There you, you go. Know? And uh, so I try to keep that mindset with everything, man. You know, like I'm, I'm super excited and I'm honored to be able to like be friends with these people, to have the opportunities and the connections to travel these places and the clientele that's willing to you know, that are from these places that have followed me and whatnot. It's like amazing, dude. I couldn't, yeah. I can't even believe it sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's definitely like, uh, I'm always thinking about what's next. So those trips haven't even happened. And I'm like, okay, 2016, what, what, what are we going to do to make it bigger than that? You know? So I'm kind of like, uh, I'm thinking about the next things. You yeah, know? man, that's cool. You know, where, what are you thinking about? Like what, what areas of your art are you focused on right now that, 
um, as you're preparing for this time away and these clients on a daily basis, doing the kind of stuff that's artistically up your alley as well. You know, I'm sure that you're tattooing the things that you would like to do paintings of or charcoals of or that kind of stuff. Um, you know, how, how is that, man? Uh, it seems like it's gotta be real cool and, and to be able to do that. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, I love the, I love the, like all aspects of art and painting and whatnot. And I'm around some really awesome people like, like, uh, Victor, he's an incredible painter. Like mm -hmm. some of the nicest paintings I've ever seen. He's like, that's, he was a painter before he was even a tattoo artist. Right. But uh, with my schedule right now, I kind of overloaded on tattoos, and I've been for the past couple of years. So it's tough, man. Like I know a lot of other tattooers have trouble finding time to paint and whatnot too, which I do work on stuff. But uh, like with a tattoo, like it's completed immediately in one in one yeah. shot. So I'm kind of ADD with things, so it's tough for me to like spend 80 hours where it's not like a client who has to be there. Like if I'm forced there, like if I booked a full day, I'm gonna sit there for whatever 12 hours and do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But with a painting or a drawing, you can kind of, it's kind you of walk away. Yeah. You can walk away, which is the worst thing ever. Yeah. But, uh, and another thing I was like, I'm super critic with this. Even if I'm done, I might throw it up on Instagram or something, but it's already like, ah, no next thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, uh, it's something that I have a lot of few working on right now, but, uh, I set aside certain dates of the year. Like I took, uh, five days off in August and, uh, I also took off another five days towards the end of the year that I'm setting alone for just painting. Yeah. So, so, it'll be, so there's going to be a lot more of that. And, uh, I just, I just bought a house. So I built a art studio in here. Uh, so I'm working on that. So that'll be done within the next couple of months, the studio. So then once that's set up, it's going to be like a really nice environment to, mm -hmm. to be able to do it more yeah. and, uh, working with my assistant and stuff like that to, uh, adjust my schedule as well. I'm just, dude, I, I can't say no to work. Like I just can't. So I'll be booked six days and then somebody's like, what's up, dude? You want to do 15 hours this day? I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do it on Sunday. Yeah. And then you know, it gets crazy. So, but I'm definitely going to set it more. That's definitely one thing I'm working on is time management when it comes to art outside of tattooing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where, where, where are you most excited to travel this, this upcoming trip? So you're, cause you're going to man name off the spots. Cause there, there's a bunch of them on, it says Sweden, London, Toronto, Vegas, New Zealand, Australia, man, yeah. you're killing it. Yeah. It's some cool spots. You know, uh, Australia is definitely probably, I'm the most excited about Australia, you know, just because it's like, I mean, if you look on a map, dude, it's like the other side of the world, you know? And uh, I've been getting, just like the past year, I've been getting hit up from Australia a lot. Like a lot of people email, it's just like, when are you coming to Australia? When are you coming to Australia? So it's like, damn, can I actually go out here, you know? So, and uh, Do it. luckily, I, I, you know, through different people, Carl and whatnot, I'm, I'm friends with uh, Tennille from Australia, Tennille Napoli, who owns Garage Inc. And she's like super awesome and She's such a cool chick and, you know, allowing me to come to the shop there. So that's going to be really cool to, to get to work with all those girls. And, uh, you know, it's just a, it's great to just be able to have connections to be able to go out so mm -hmm. far away sure. and that people are emailing me to go there. So I'm so excited for that. I mean, I don't even know what to expect, you know, like I have no idea. Yeah. You know, and, and are you the type that will, uh, research the spot before you get there and have your shit planned out what you kind of want to experience or you just kind of go with the flow when you get there? No, I never, I never ever set anything up like that. Yeah, no. You just like drop in and see what happens, man. Hit the ground it's not running. Not just uh, have my assistant book like the appointments, and then I usually don't even want to know what it is. Like, I don't even want. I don't look. Like I don't even know what I'm tattooing tomorrow. I have no fucking idea. No shit. But I, but I like it. Like I'll go in like a, like an hour early. I'll mm -hmm. open up the idea, and it's usually and then I'm just mind blown every day. Like oh whoa okay that's all I'm working on, and then I just get pumped up for it because then it's like well what am I gonna do. I'll put something basic together and then I'll talk to the client and then spend usually like another hour 
after I like, I like to talk to people in person because, uh, like, it's kind of hard to get to know, like, I feel like after I talk to a person, I can kind of envision what they would have on them better mm-hmm. than to, uh, just kind of like throw something together and have it forced on them, you know? So I get like a lot of like references and drawings and whatnot together and then talk to them. So like, you know, when I'll have all my appointments booked for there and I, I'm, I, she knows the book and, you know, obviously certain stuff I won't do and whatnot. So it's never like anything out of the ordinary like that. Like they're going to be like, Oh, you're doing color today. Like, no, but, uh, but you still got to come up with a different way of doing a lot of the same images and imagery yes. that you're, you know, that you're getting known for the girls and skulls and, and yeah. different, you know, you got to throw in those. That, that's something that's so crazy to me right now, man, how, you know, much, people are doing with textures and different things to try to set their work apart, man. It's so dope. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's fun. That's why I kind of like the, the surprise aspect of it. Because if mm-hmm. I feel like I, if I know what I'm doing, then I like kind of stress about it. I'm like, Oh, how am I going to do another skull, another girl, you know? Cause like I definitely do a lot of skulls and a lot of girls, you know, but it's, I don't pick that stuff. You know, I just mm-hmm. do whatever the person asks me unless they say do whatever you want, then I usually don't pick that, you know? But, uh, what would it's you definitely, I think it's tough to do the same thing because you know how people are. They'll be like, I want this exactly from this tattoo picture. And then right. I'll, you start doing something. They're like, no, I want it more like this. You know, they'll be like, pain in the ass about it. You know, so uh, kind of not knowing. Then, then they'll just walk in and be like, yeah, I want this and this. Then immediately, if it's something that I'm like not really feeling, then I don't really have to worry about like stressing about the email right. and how they want 12 of their kids' names, <laughs> three stars to represent each of their fucking grandparents or whatever bullshit, you know? Right. So then I'll just be like, no, uh, I'll be like, all right, man, look, look, you know, just kind of, I'm able to talk to them and kind of explain to them mm-hmm. what I'm trying to accomplish with their tattoo, what my mindset is for it, you know? And then it's more personable and I kind of like get to spend that design time. It doesn't take me long to get ready for a tattoo usually, right. usually about an hour. So yeah. I kind of just like to talk to them and put it all together. And then a lot of the elements are just freehanded and there's kind of just base reference, you know, and whatnot. Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, do you typically, as you're freehanding everything, on the skin, do you typically have an idea already mapped out in your head for shading and, and well, light source and all that? Or you kind of allow yourself to kind of play with that as you move through the process? Well, almost all the time I do a mix. I like stencils. Yeah. Okay. I'm not like, like there's Carl and Luke Palin. They're fucking hashtagging markers all day, every day. I'm markers once a week or some right. shit. Like that. I'm going to start a new hashtag because they're just, I'm not about that uh, freehand everything life. I don't know. I get anxious when I do that. I like to freehand sometimes, but it's things that I'm comfortable with. If somebody tells me they want a freehand skull, it's all creepy and weird. Cool, let's do it, you know. But if they're like, uh, oh, I want a cathedral and I want this specific, you know, statue, they're like, no, like I'm not doing all that shit. That's crazy. Uh, or if they want like a female's face, I'm not gonna draw a girl's face on somebody. I don't know. It's just, I mean, there's people that do it and kick ass at it, but that's just too much anxiety for me. Yeah. And I'm like keeping it chill and like having a good time tattooing, you know. So, uh, so I like to stencil certain things like faces and then like any background elements, flow, stuff like that. I just draw right on top of it sure. and just kind of mix it in. But uh, yeah, I definitely um, I definitely pay attention a lot to light source, you know, try to keep an eye on that. Um, composition is really important, mm-hmm. you know, flow. Flow is something I'm definitely like focusing on a lot. Uh, there's, I mean, every element of art, you know, pretty much when it goes into it, it's just uh, – I don't think we ever realize when we're doing it, we kind of just do it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and, you know, I think if you really sit down and look at different styles in tattoo and you can find, you know, that flow you talk about, you can find that in Japanese work. You know, the flow you talk about, you can find in tribal, you know, whether that's, you know, legitimate Polynesian hand tap stuff or whether that's contemporary, you know, that it's being done with flow in mind. You know, even if you're doing 
old style, you know, palm sized, you know, little blasts all over the arm, you still are going to have to be considering, you're considering those spaces, what's going to look best on the ditch, on the elbow, you know, on the forearm. So, you know, man, that, that's such an important part of it that, um, that I think can set people's work apart if they really focus and, and look and, you know, aren't limited. Don't, don't close your eyes to a certain style just because it may not fit what your tastes are. Yeah. I'm definitely uh, trying to, you know, change things up as much as possible. Like people are like, Oh, I want it in your style. I mean, when they say it to me, that's cool. And uh, I kind of know what they mean, but honestly, I don't even know what my style is, dude. I'm like still figuring it out. I'm just learning every day. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like uh, every day I do a tattoo. I like it for like five minutes and then I hate it. That's every single day, you know? So it's like, uh, I'm just always trying to figure out the next thing to do to make it better. You know, it's like, uh, it's super fun to just like try to do better every day. You know, like I just, I just make, I just have fun with it every single day. You know, like no matter what, I'm just thinking about like, I want to make this person super stoked. I want to love it. And then, you know, go home, go to sleep and do it all over again. Yeah. So it's just like, it's just like every single day. It's just kind of like, uh, it's just, it's just like machine mode. Like, but like the most relaxed machine ever. Cause I'm just like, Right. Wake up, do it, go to sleep, do it again. It's yeah, fun. Definitely, man. I think that putting out those good vibes, you know, PMA, you know, that's what a lot yeah. of it's about. You vibe out like positive towards people. They're going to be into that. And I've talked about it many times on the podcast, how it's why you will most likely never see the garage tattooer go away. Somebody that's a house tattooer or a, an amateur that's, that's doing that because there'll always be those people that just want to party and have, you know, pay 20 bucks and a six pack of beer and have a good time. You know, they're about the experience, not necessarily the quality, but, um, I think it's cool when guy, I see guys like yourself that are interested in the quality and interested in the experience a person's having and really start connecting with their clients, you know, definitely does. I think it does set your work apart. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, I always wanted to do this job because I thought it could be something that would be like something that I would love to do every day, you know? Mm -hmm. And then uh, when I'm approaching it, then I've learned that it's the one thing that I love the most out of like fucking anything, you know? And uh, yeah, I'm just, I refuse to like, like like, there's certain things that I won't tattoo these days. Now that it's, it's been built up. Like I won't do color because it just frustrates me or, or like tribal. I don't really do too much tribal or lettering. You know, those are just kind of things that like, that I, I struggle with that I don't enjoy, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I don't, I don't want to go into something cause I've done it in the past, obviously learning and whatnot. I don't want to ever go into something that's not like something that I want to do. Like, I don't ever want to be there and be like, I don't want to do this, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm like, just trying to do whatever I can to build it to a thing where I can see, I've seen so many others do it. Like, I mean, if you, if you look on Instagram, how many people have the set thing that they do, they're awesome at it. They kill it and they're always booked on it. You know what I mean? So I always looked and it was like, how, can I make that happen? Mm-hmm. You know, like how can I do what I want to do? And then, and it took some time to figure out what it was that I wanted to do, which I still don't even know, man. I don't sure. even know. Like anything black and gray, but like the creepy shit's cool. That's mm-hmm. fun. But then some days I do a portrait and I'm like, Oh yeah, this is so much fun. You know, and some days I do a portrait and I'm like, Oh, all right, this is not so much fun. Yeah. But, uh, so it's just like, I'm still trying to build to that point where it's like a set known style. You know I mean? If you look at like somebody like Carl's work, you know, or some of them like Nico Hurtado's where, you know, like, you know, their style, they have a style, it's set, it's known, you know, they're really established in it. They've been working on it for years. They put in the time, you know, you see it, it's set, you know, but, uh, 
I feel like I, I definitely gotta. I'm gonna. It's probably gonna take another couple of years to get it to where it's like a known thing. Like when people, somebody sees that tattoo, they're like, "Oh yeah, Daniel Laporte did that." You know. Mm-hmm. So it's just more of like building it up to that. Like there's some things that you might see. They're like, "Oh yeah, it looks like he might have added this or that." But I want to like set my stuff apart from what everybody else is doing and have something that they're like, "Oh yeah, that's that like Daniel Laporte flow or this or that." Which I'm just trying to learn, you know, and figure out ways to do it differently because it's definitely easy to repeat and. uh not necessarily copy, but like replicate what somebody else is doing, you know, in your own style. But I'm trying to like branch out completely above that, you know, because if you look at somebody like Carl's work, it's all this weird shit everywhere. You just know, you know, it just looks a certain way, the certain little faces and mm-hmm. stuff. So I got a couple more years of just building that. And that's really what I'm mainly focused on right now. Just kind of like setting myself apart. Yeah, man, it is definitely, we are in a time where, you know, guys like yourself and me's are able to do that in a short period of time, five, six years, set themselves apart from a crowd in a particular style that is something that that you, you enjoy tattooing and are able to tattoo every day. You know, and now even if that style evolves, like you said, it's going to. You're a young guy, you, you know, a young artist. It's going to constantly kind of move and flow throughout your whole career. Um, but to be in the position to you know, really work on that on skin and, and, you know, being, being the spot that you're at, man, it's cool. You know, what's, what's next for you, man? What are you grinding for in, you know, the rest of 2015 and on to 2016? Yeah. Well, the rest of this year is just really going to be dedicated to, uh, like last year was kind of dedicated to saving, uh, cause I wanted to buy a house, mm-hmm. which I did. So I'm really, actually I'm in my house right now, which is pretty awesome. So it's good to even just be here right now. Yeah, man. Congratulations. Thank you, bro. So yeah, that's so last year was all about like, you know, not necessarily money. Cause I don't want to say like this was ever about the money cause it's not, but it was about saving and, you know, really f- learning about saving and how I could do it and how much I could actually save. And this year is more about, uh, like I'm really just focused on tattoos this year. I'm just making it better. Um, a, a lot of these trips, like, I mean, it's expensive to travel all these places, you know, a lot of people think it's definitely just, uh, like that are not in the tattoo world, they just think, oh yeah, they, these, oh they fly you out there? Like no, <laughs> fuck no. Like no, I'm gonna pay like four thousand to fly back and forth from Australia, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's a lot of like investing back into it with all these flights and all these places. I mean, shit, dude, I did like thirty trips this year. Like by the end of the year, it'd be like thirty trips or something like that. Mm-hmm. So all those flights cost money. All those hotels cost money. You know, uh, a lot of places are, are booked. You know, but there's always some you go to and shit doesn't work out. You know. You fly out somewhere to go make money and plan to make the money back and then you just break even because two people bailed or this or that, you know? So it's definitely a struggle with that with that kind of stuff. So, and uh, doing like a lot of overseas and bigger stuff, it costs more. So it's more about just like uh, getting myself out there, doing what I can to build into the business. And then uh, then next year I'll start saving towards the next business endeavor, uh, yeah. which is like, you know, currently unknown. But I definitely have my mind on a couple, a couple of different things that uh, – I don't know, man. I'm just trying to do, do things bigger than, than most. I don't want to just be like the regular tattoo artist. Like I look at the like the the biggest guys and, and the accomplishments. I'm not saying that it's not a huge accomplishments, but I'm just thinking, well, who's going to do it bigger than that? And what is bigger than that? You know. So I'm just already thinking about like the very long term. So so next year's going to be a lot saving towards that, um, whatever project that that ends up being. That's cool, man. What 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 part do you think? You know, again, you're you're a young dude came up in tattooing when there was social media. It was already here. It was, you know, live and (laughs) popping, you know, how much does that play into what you can do and, and, you know, how quickly, 
I mean, it seems like that stuff's always moving and flowing. It fits with your personality of kind of being on and, and moving to the next thing. Do you yeah. like it? Do you not like it? Yeah. Um, I, you know, so social media as it goes for business, I love it. Obviously who wouldn't, you know, it's like 95% of my business is based off of like online and where people have seen everything. Even this setup right now is because of social media. You know what I mean? So it's great for those things. But uh, for as regular life goes, I think it's the worst fucking thing that's ever happened in the whole world. And if I wasn't a tattoo artist, I wouldn't have Facebook. I wouldn't have Instagram. I wouldn't have any of that shit because it ruins lives. <laughs> but but for this world, you know, it's, it's fucking amazing, dude. I right. mean, like, I mean, I, I don't, I couldn't even imagine what it would be like in my position 20 years ago. You know what I mean? I give those dudes so much credit. And those guys that, that have huge names that are, were around 20 years ago, like uh, when those dudes don't get the respect that they deserve, I think it's ridiculous mm-hmm. because those dudes built it up like fucking word of mouth. You know what I mean? Like, and, and like, you know, no internet, none of this bullshit, you know, no references, none of that. They were just doing it, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's crazy, you know? And, uh, I'm just traveling, great. You know, a lot of times those guys, I think those guys were traveling to, if they wanted to go to Australia, they had to travel to Australia to a show just to get their name out there to enough exactly. people to maybe catch a few emails so that they could come back the next year to tattoo. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. And it's like, I'll show you it was a decision. Like, a, a text message away was a decision, you know what I mean? To do it, it was stupid. Like it's just, uh, it's crazy. I'm I'm so grateful that I'm, that I'm born in an era with uh, with the opportunity like that because it just makes it so much easier, you know. And if uh, you put that in like nowadays, like there's no excuse because if you if you work hard and you just put yourself out there, like things will happen for your life. You will accomplish it. You know what I mean? But you got to be, you know, you got to be smart too, you know, which is cool to see that you're, you're thinking about the future, you're buying a house, you're planning your business moves, you're, you're thinking about on that level, not just, hey, how, you know, can I make it around the world again, which is a great goal, but you're also thinking long term, which, um, man, I think that's, that's perfect. You know, it's the, it's the perfect combination of, you know, the dedication for a period of time so you can enjoy the fruits of that labor. It's a lot of work, you know, it, it definitely gets uh, frustrating at times putting in this much work and it's definitely uh, like I, I try to I try to tell everybody around me I'm really positive towards everybody around me uh, doing well and I want I, I hope everybody succeeds, you know, that, that puts themselves out there to work hard and I'm all about working super hard but uh, but there's definitely downfalls to work. There's such, definitely such thing as working too hard and I've definitely pushed that limit way too many times, you know. You think? Uh, Absolutely, dude. You know, like uh, I've I've got myself sick a hundred fucking times. You know what I mean? From doing, I mean, me and Carl in March we did uh, we did this thing we we made up called March Madness, which I don't know why we do shit like this, dude. But like, we'll be sitting in the car or something, and it'll be like, I'll just call him old or some shit, and I'm like, whatever, young, you can't work, whatever. I'm like, what? Let's do fucking March, thirty days, no days off. And he's like, I'm down. He's like, what are we gonna do? I'm like, I don't know, ten hour days. He's like, fuck that, fifteen hour days. <laughs> No, I'm like, fine, 15 hour days, 30 days straight. And he's like, deal, let's fucking do it. You know? So to just be like, and then we'll go in and, and like, but and then uh, before he even came to prove a point, I did three weeks straight too. So it ended up, yeah. So it ended up being like, I think it was like 57 days I did without having a day off. And they were like 14, 14 hour days, you know? Where's and that drive? Where's that drive come from, Danny, man? Is that where you're from on the East coast? Is that a, is that a, where does that come from? You know, I don't know, man. Like, uh, my dad's always been like a super hard worker and he's always been working like crazy, you know? And like, uh, he's definitely been like out of control. Well, not really out of control with it, but he always worked a lot. Like, you know, 
five, six days a week and he'd be in there for like 14 hours and, uh, and whatnot. And he'd be, it's, it's kind of just like, I don't know how to explain it, man. It just happened when I was like 14. I just started getting, I started getting a job, you know? So I started working and even then, like I, I saw that if I worked super hard, like say like at the juice bar where I was working out, if I worked super hard, people would tip me more and I was super friendly people would tip me more and I'd make more money. And if I was there for more hours, obviously, obviously I'd make money and I'd be like, well, fuck sitting on the couch and doing nothing. I could be here making money, you know what I mean? Or like working, you know? So it was like, uh, it just kind of always like drove me crazy. Like I can never sit still and I'm always like ADD as fuck and always like gotta be doing something. Like even now I'm fidgety sitting still. If you see, I'm like walking back and forth, dude, just cause like, uh, I just always gotta be doing something. Right. And, uh, you know, then I kind of like, uh, when the opportunity for me to become a tattoo artist happened, like, I really never cared about anything. So I like cared about art and I loved it. And I was always involved in it, but I never really cared about anything like that much. You know, and I was never fucking truly into something. And, uh, so when the opportunity came across me, I just like thought to myself for a second, like, holy shit, you could actually be a tattoo artist. And all I could think was like, don't fuck this up. Mm -hmm. So then I promised myself that if I got the opportunity to do this, that I would do whatever it takes to be the best ever. And, uh, like, or at least the best that I could be, you know what I mean? So, so I, I started by, you know, doing my first year and you know, I saw progress and, it was, and I wasn't working as hard as I am now, but like for the time I was working as hard as I could because it takes time and a long time to be able to fucking do something like 57 days straight, dude. If I tried to do that five years ago, I would have passed out a weekend. You know what I mean? Yep. But it's just been a lot of buildup and a lot of like doing it and doing it and doing it. And, uh, for me as a person, like I just... I've always wanted to be disciplined. And, uh, so it's been like a lot of years of like, you know, of discipline and like pushing my like patience levels. Cause I'm not very patient. So like, just like, uh, the more I could sit for longer, you know, and, uh, and I'm patient then, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's just like a mind game, dude. I don't know. I'm fucking crazy. I can't help it. Like I'm fucking nuts. And I'm always thinking about something and always thinking about like, uh, what I could do next and stuff. So the more that I'm like, whenever I tattoo, I don't think about anything else. Yeah. Like nothing. Just think about like when I'm there to tattoo, it's just fucking that, like nothing else. Some of the craziest shit that's going on in my head. Yeah. You got nothing. the bug, man. Yeah. So I just like, when I tattoo, I'm just like, it's just, just right. Yeah. So I just always want to be doing it, you know? And then like the more you work, obviously the more you get paid. And then with, with money, there's more options for opportunity. You know, I don't go out and blow my money and I don't go drink and do this or that. Or like, I, I'm like, okay, cool. Now I can fly here and here and here and go buy this machine and this setup and I'm like constantly redoing my booth and making it nicer and constantly investing money into it and buying business cards and logos and whatever I can do and this and that and conventions and like whatever I can do for promotional stuff like Facebook promotional stuff like I'm always doing like paid ads anything I can man you know like just trying to build it up this is Adam from Tattoos Cure Cancer join us Saturday August 15th for the Art of the Machine featuring handmade tattoo machines and paintings by over 40 of the top builders and artists in our industry today. All proceeds benefiting St. Jude's Children's Hospital. For more info, look us up at TattoosCureCancer.com or follow us at TattoosCureCancer. The attention to detail, and this is something I just got back from the Palm Springs show this last um, weekend, and what a great, fun show that was, man. And one thing, one artist that struck, that stood out to me this weekend um, he was in the sullen booth was pooch from artistic element man and i think that dude is coming into a place where 
his tattoos are being coming recognizable as a pooch piece in scale, in saturation, in how they look. And, um, I, man, each time we would talk or I'd see something else about his portfolio that he has these written, you know, paragraphs about each piece that he wrote. It's an attention to detail that he's going above and beyond with every aspect yeah. of his business that I see is paying off for a guy like that, you know, and he's on that grind too of like this show in the next, you know, yeah. I heard him spout it off, you know, it was like, I'm going here, 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 and here, you know, just grinding same thing. Doesn't party puts in the work, goes to bed, gets up the next yeah. day and does it. And, um, it's exciting to see, man. Totally. Yeah. He's one that he's definitely, I agree, man. Even like in the past year, his name has been brought up more and more and more and more. And, like you hear about that, you hear about him all the time. It's like I met him a couple yeah. times. He's such a fucking cool dude too, and I think that's a big difference, man. Is like don't right. be a dickhead, you know. Like, like uh, I think sometimes I'm too nice to people because then you know, like, you know, you know, sure, you're always taken advantage you know, of, but um, you know, but uh, it's uh, it's about being cool and nice and positive, and that's one of those dudes. Like he's every time yeah. I ever see that dude, he's always happy. You know, he's always like, and, and like those are the people that that'll succeed. Is like to be excited and like. It sounds like simple, but it's not. It's just the difference of right. Do you care? Yeah. You know what I mean, like, not do you care about this thing? Do you care about fucking yeah. every detail of it? You know what I mean? And uh, if you care, it'll it'll always fucking yeah, man. Succeed, and, you, know, you know, it is it is a lot of that attitude and sentiment is what I see around. You know, in the Sullen family, you paid kind of a big um, respect to Sullen by rocking their shirt on the cover of Inked magazine. How did that come about and what's, you know, what's been your connection with Sullen and how, how did that all, um, come, come to be? I mean, shit, I've seen, you know, Sullen has been around for a solid amount of time now. How long has it been actually? That's like Sullen's 13 years. Do you know how many years? Yeah, it's awesome, dude. It's like really, I mean the past, like obviously like, you know, chunk of years has really blown up for them where it's like a, it's a serious thing now, you know? Uh, it's just always been, you know, dude, to even be like doing like, you know, some radio interview or anything right now, I was like, blows my mind like so anytime like i get a solemn post or anything like that i get pumped up every time dude just because it's like something that i literally just like used to just look at and be like damn you know look at bob trail and this and you know this and that and looking it's like fuck you know and then um now it's the point where like you know i'm cool with like a lot of people over there and you know i've talked to a lot of people and met a lot of them and uh you know doing the interview now and this and that you know and uh I just always kind of wanted to be like one of those, like, you know, like on the Sullen crew, it's just a fucking cool crew, dude. And just, it's just like, uh, and as industry goes, you know, um, like, you know, there, there's, you know, there's a couple, you know, people that I would try to mention like, Oh, you know, well, it's going to be something that falls off, you know, but I really don't think it is because it's not like your basic clothing company. It's like literally something for the artist that like most of the top guys, not all of them. Cause you know, there's, there's some people that don't like to do social media stuff and whatnot. But like most of the top guys, they're doing that shit. They're repping it. So it's like real art. It's real artists. You know, there's no bullshit in there. This ain't no who the who knows who you know who knows who shit. You know, it's like if you're not if you're if you're gonna be re- like rolling with yeah. this crew, it's gonna be good shit. And if it's not, you know, they're not gonna be cool with it. What's cool too, man, is is you're talking about anybody can connect with those guys. You know, they're right on social media. Yeah. They people they're asking people to create selling badge logos to. To be put on a T-shirt, yeah, um, they are out there and available, and it's authentic. You know, it's it's cool to see um, that anybody can reach out to them. You know, guys like James Strickland came up by just reaching out during a contest and stuff it's like crazy. that. 
Yeah, it's nuts, man, because like uh, definitely like uh, a lot of my followers and different things have helped through being in like, say, a Solon, you know, Solon TV video or this or that or uh, getting posted by Solon because that's like it's a respected thing. You know what I mean? So like when other artists, like I know when I see something posted by Solon or if like somebody's being interviewed by Solon, I'm like, who's this person on the cover? Yeah, man. You know what I mean? So to be <laughs> – I always look at that. You know, that's always like whenever I see them getting posted, I'm like, oh, that they're on the come up. Oh, they're doing well because this, they want to talk to them. And before I'd ever had any contact with Solon or any spoken to anybody from it, like uh, I always said to myself, like, oh, fuck, you know, I wish I could be on that one of those things or this or that. So, like, you know, if there's anybody that thinks that it's just like being friends with this one and this one, that's honestly bullshit. You know what I mean? Because I always looked and was like, you know, oh, ordering shirts and like, Oh man, it'd be cool to be recognized by these guys, you know. Like, oh, you must have to know. No, dude, it's not how it works. Mm-hmm. It's just the hard work. And uh, if uh, you put yourself out there uh, enough for where they're on the sea, you start hashtagging their shit, start doing that, you know, you'll get recognized by it. So when it came time for the the cover, which I can't even believe happened, it's crazy. Um, still, still blows my. Mind. It's still like it's still weird for me to even look at it, man. I'm just like, what the fuck, really? That happened, you know? But uh, they told me to wear a blank T-shirt, and I was like, uh, and then I just brought a song to you. Cause I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna represent. And, uh, I just thought it'd be cool. You know, like, uh, at that point, like I was getting, you know, occasional shout outs and this and that, but you know, I've talked to some, let's talk to some of the people with them, but I don't know. I don't think they knew that how much I liked it, you know? So I figured by rocking it would be like, fuck, yeah. like what's up? Someone like, you know, like I'll fuck with you guys, you know? And you know, it, it's, you know, it's good promotion for the, for the brand itself, you know, cause it's, you know, it's a magazine cover. I mean, they have a million people doing that for them, but I just thought it'd be cool to like, you know, kind of, say like what's up I, I fuck with you guys you know what i mean like because I, I do really like the company and it's really awesome definitely like you know hope to be part of more things with someone you yeah, guys man. in the future you know, you know next steps you, sure, just, you know keep those designs when you get that time you know this time putting in that you're going to be doing and and setting towards you know design and and paintings and other art pieces that's yeah it's it's amazing man and um you're what was that like, dude, doing that photo shoot? You know, was that your first photo shoot that you'd ever been to, done, like, professional like that? What was that like? Was it nerve-wracking? Uh, no, I had done a – I did a – I did a photo shoot for this TV show that I was on, but I'm not even going to mention the name of that because fuck them. I, I um, wasn't going to mention them. You know, that's all. And uh, so I did some shoots for that, for those type of things, but, you know, repeat, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh this was like yeah. the first one that mattered to me where where did they do that at was it right out there on the east coast yeah we did it and they have like a studio and uh they have a studio in in new york city like this real official spot and like fucking busy manhattan it's pretty rad dude and then they had the photographer come through and we, and we shot it was actually like kind of i don't know i thought i'd be more more i was like ready for it and so we started taking photos and she's like do whatever you want and i'm like <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> I was just fucking standing there, you I'm know? Like, I don't know. I've dude. been through that shit so, too, man. It's crazy. Yeah, it's awkward. I don't know. Like, uh, like I don't know. I don't know. I was, I was like, what the fuck is yeah. the cool kid With face? sunglasses you know? like, on. So, That's what you got to do. Yeah. So I, I, you know, and uh, so I just, and then they made me, the, actually the picture they got is just me. I was like, all the other photos were all serious. Like, I, yeah. I, they just made me laugh. So I like, smirked for a second because, uh, I kept being like a serious face because I don't know, dude. It was just weird in pictures, you know? So uh, I kept being a serious face and they're like, dude, you're way more positive and happy than that. Like you can't be like grumpy on the cover. Like you're, you're always fun. So I was like, all right, well, I'll just do uh, you know, and they just made Tell me laugh. Me like, this one's good. 
Yeah, they just kept talking, you know. And then we did like some. Uh, we had a bunch of other ones. They were like, "Let's do." Some, I have, like some cool tattoos that I'm collecting, but like you know, I'm I'm currently working on the diet, <laughs> like you know. I got, I, got, I got a little baby chub. It ain't nothing crazy, but like, so they're like, "All right, let's do some shirtless ones." And I'm like, "Dude, do not put my chubby pale ass." God, on can the you cover. imagine? Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, I I ain't like you know like a, like a big ass motherfucker, <laughs> but I definitely got some chub, you know. So I kind of bust that out on the front cover. So they did some like cool Drake ass shots like side view, and they like kind of cropped it, yeah. and did some contrast. Good, that was cool, but uh, it was definitely a little awkward doing the photo shoot part. Definitely not a cup of tea. Like, I mean, it'd be cool to get some more cover. So if I, I yeah, would like to do it again in the future. What's but, up? Uh, it's not, it's like, yeah, it's, it's definitely, uh, yo, what up, Big Mac? Yeah, but it's, uh, it's, it's cool. You know, um, that was something that, uh, it was just crazy. You know, uh, there's actually, it's, it was just something that I didn't ever expect to happen. And, uh, you know, the, the creative director, Sammy hit me up randomly like one day and he was just like, whatever date was like March 5th. I'm like, yeah, what's that? He's like, that's your cover shoot. I was just like, what the fuck? You know, like, are you serious? You know, it was like, that was a dream. Like, that was like, like, I have a lot of, like, uh, like someone like Carl's always taught me to dream big. So I've always had like these crazy fucking dreams that I have in my life. Just ridiculous ones. And that was one of the crazy dreams. You know, like I have like next week dreams, six months dreams, three years dreams, and like <laughs> crazy eventually dreams. dreams, you know, and that was, just, that was like, eventually I want to be on the cover of fucking, mm-hmm. you know, one of the big magazines. And, uh, so then when they asked me to do that one, I just like immediately went on Google and just like, I had seen the magazine already, but I like Googled like the other people who had them. And then, uh, like it'd be, it was like Corey Miller, Megan Massacre, fucking Nico Hurtado. And I was just like, what the fuck are they asking me to do this shit for? You know what I mean? Like, but I mean, I'm not mad about it. It's amazing to be even listed yeah. with those other people, you know? Like, I mean, if I feel like all the biggest ones that have like really come up in the past years, you know, or have one, you know? Like Mike yeah. Chambers, everybody, dude, everybody, like, you know, all well, the I big names people, have them shits. I think people appreciate and see that grind, man. You know, they appreciate a kid who's young and is not getting sidetracked, you know, is continuing to hustle, is continuing to grind, is doing the long days, putting in the hard work, and isn't, you know, falling off because now I got a little money in my pocket and I'm going to go party or whatever. No, you're continuing the, the snowball, the momentum's continuing. And I think people like that. I think they dig that vibe, you know, vibe. Yeah. And I'm just happy to see that people, uh, I know I'm young, you know, so it's definitely, uh, like I'm 23 now. So I feel a little older than at least when I first started this shit too. Cause when I was like first tattoo and I was like 18, 19, like people did not fucking take me serious, man. Still even, I even get shit. You know what I mean? People still like, like I'm referred to a lot as that kid. You know, which like drives me fucking nuts. Well, that nuts, kid, Danny Lepore, like, is I mean, grinding harder than you, motherfucker. <laughs> you know? Uh, no, I don't, you know, dude, it's just, uh, it's funny. You know, like, uh, people definitely like it. You know, somebody said some shit to me the other day. It was like, uh, one day you'll get it in a conversation. And that shit just fucking irked me, man. It's like, it's like, dude, like, my hours and schedule right now is like comparable to like a 40 year old dude who has like right. five mortgages. You know what I mean? Like it's just ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, like, I don't know. I feel like the way I work, like, I, like I'm not doing kid shit. You know what I mean? Like I mean, I pay my bills, dude. I pay all of them. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like I literally came from nothing, dude. Like, uh, like, I mean, I wasn't underprivileged like a poor kid or anything, but like my dad didn't buy me a car. You know what I mean? My, my parents didn't pay for shit, all the shit in my life. You know what I mean? Like my parents don't, you know, pay my rent. My parents don't pay my bills. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like 
for the past, you know, four years of my life, it's been like, you know, like, and especially now that I have my house and moved out of like almost a year ago, it's like, uh, like I've always done everything as an adult, you know? So it's, and, uh, and work wise, you know, when, when I take my tattoo serious, like I don't talk to somebody like I'm a kid, you know, like, uh, like I'm just messing around. Like I take this shit serious. So whenever work and age are kind of brought into play, I'm just like, dude, I know fucking 40 year olds that are children. I mean that they're, their lives are fucking, they have no plan for their lives. They have, they don't have their shit together. They don't have their mind right. They're fucking partying like they're 20. You know what I mean? So it's tough because most 23-year-olds, obviously, I don't really think would probably work the same, you know, or like, you know, treat life as the same because they're kind of just like, woo, party, it's young, figuring out myself, finding my, like, fuck that. Yeah. I'm good. You know, so it's, uh, I think people do appreciate the hard work, you know, but it's, there's definitely like, uh, I don't want to be older because being 23 is fucking amazing. Like, but it, when, like, I'm not worried about getting older because it'll be nice. Cause then like, you know, I know there's like more, it'll be more respect and you know, that shit has to be earned with age, with time. And you know, that's why some of those older people have like an old school mindset, mm-hmm. but that's cool. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that when did- because uh, it might, I don't think I'm young, but like five years from now, cool. If I get respect then. So when, yeah, did, when did that idea of respecting the guys that came before you, was that something that your mentor put right into you right away? Was that something you came to the table with um, and just realized, hey, I'm going to learn about the history of this craft as well? Yeah, you know, it, it was kind of like, uh, even from the start when I first got the machine, like I said, when I put it together and I looked at it, like I didn't know what the fuck I was doing and I didn't want to like pretend like I did, you know? And, uh, like, you know, I always told myself I'd want to be the best. And how are you supposed to be the best without learning from the best? You know what I mean? Like, you know, the best people that are out there, they didn't just learn that shit overnight, you know? It was, like, over time, long term. Yeah, so kind of like uh, the respect thing sort of came into play. Like, my father was always uh, real big on respect. Like, I didn't curse around him. I didn't, you know, even when I said something, like, that sucks. He was like, that, you know, don't say that. You know, like, when I was younger, you know, like, you don't curse around me. You know, it was just... It was always like a very, you know, you know, respect your elders kind of deal. And uh, we, we were definitely raised right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But really, like, uh, I mean, the first shop, definitely, they, it, there was like, uh, like, I was definitely the fucking bitch of the shop, like, kind of took a lot of shit, dude, like a lot of fucking shit. So really got like a, I mean, I, like a lot, a lot of backbone then, you know, and kind of like was put in my fucking place immediately, immediately. So it was never like a go parade about your tattoos ever. And then. The second place I was at, obviously, uh, Bullseye Tattoos. I, uh, it was the same mindset. Like, Victor is, like like I was saying before, don't celebrate in the fifth inning, you know? Like, I like have your halfway through a tattoo, and I'd be like, oh, you know, fuck yeah, it's coming out sick. Victor would be like, what the fuck, dude? Is it done yet? Oh, it's not done yet. Cool. Well, you can still fuck that up. So why don't you just sit the fuck back down, you know? So it was always kind of like, uh, like, we would always like, you know, it's good to be excited about things. And there's definitely points where, you know, you might get overexcited about something. Be like, fuck yeah, super pumped, you know? But it's it's definitely it's always kind of always been drilled in my head like you know like like uh, especially with Victor Victor's very strong on on respect over like popularity you know he's all about earning it you know what I mean even like uh, you know shortcuts or like you know I, how I vaguely mentioned the TV stuff like he was never into it never never about it never into like you know you know doing any of that kind of stuff and he's definitely one that's always been like. You know, don't be out there bragging. Don't be looking like a dick. You know, just understand that there's a hundred people that are better than you. And there's, uh, and like, uh, one thing that I've kind of just always said to people, is just like, you know, I know that I want it badly, but I promise there's somebody out there who wants it more than me, you know? 
you know? So like, uh, there, there's always somebody out there that wants it more, you know? So it's cool. You know, like it's unfortunate. I definitely see these artists these days, you know, that are, you know, tattooing for hour long and they kind of get like egos, you know, it's definitely a fucking problem. Um, and it, I, I'm actually happy about those people. Cause it kind of just like, it's good to see because there's times where you could be excited about something, but from somebody else's perspective, of just that one second where you seem excited, you could look like you're being conceited. You know what I mean? There's a fine line or people only see a certain part where you're like talking how excited you are about your work, but you know, you don't say it a certain way. It could just come off the wrong way. So it's, uh, I never wanted to be that. I never want to be somebody that they're like, you know, he thinks he's the shit, you know, that's important to me. Cause I don't, you know, I struggle every single day with being like content with my tattoos. It's a constant struggle to be happy with the work. You know what I mean? It's like every single day I'm beating myself up like to the fullest about the simplest shit to get better. You know what I mean? So for anybody to say like, Oh, he thinks he's the shit. Like you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. You know what I mean? So I just want to like, you know, I've definitely watched how I portray myself because people only get a small chunk of your life, you know? So like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I do like to keep it very respect and very humble and, you know, I'm like just constantly learn and, and grow because it's the only way you'll be the best. And any of the dudes that are the best, they, they'll tell you that they've always just like, Pushed and pushed and pushed, you know? You've collected some work from some of the best. Uh, most recently, you had a three-day stretch, man, on your back piece from Victor Portugal. Talk about that experience. I don't know if I want to talk about it. It hurts. It hurts to talk about. Fuck. So, dude, I, I committed to, like, doing three days straight, which, like, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, man. Holy fuck. Dude, it was so bad. Wow. So bad. Yeah, I, uh... I've gone tattooed quite a few times for really long periods of time. Like, uh, I, like I got tattooed by Carl for like 14 hours once, 12 hours another time. Josh, 10 hours one time. Josh, 10 hours another time. Two days in a row, 10 hours, 10 hours. Um, I pretty much just go crazy as fuck for like a year. And I got tattooed. I'm actually getting tattooed in a week. Bro. No shit. I'm getting tattooed by I'm getting the entire inside of my arm wow. done in a week. And then tattooed a week after that by Cleo Watch on my thigh. And then a week after that by my boss, Victor. Yeah, I don't fuck around. Whenever I go, just whenever I decide to do it, I just go in. Like I, uh, I decided that I was going to get tattooed this year, that it was going to be a tattoo year. And uh, last year was the off. Like I really didn't get tattooed too much. Like here and there, but nothing, nothing like huge, you know. And uh, oh, and, and like actually like three, maybe three weeks ago, I got my full thigh tattooed by, by a four-week collaboration. Like so I'm going in this year. It's a tattoo year. And uh, Victor, like. He's one that when I was like, before I was even a tattoo artist, man, I've already seen his work on the internet and uh, his back pieces, especially. And I, I was like, I need to get tattooed by the guy. I'm going to get a fucking back piece by him. And uh, yeah, I was, I was saved it. And I've been like moisturizing since, putting lotion on that shit every day. And it's so funny that like he, like he posted up that he was going to be in the New York Empire State Tattoo Convention. And uh, like 10 people tagged me immediately. Like, well, like maybe not 10, maybe a couple though. Like oh, a bunch of my friends were like tagging me. And, uh, so I immediately like hit up my boy from Ink Mag that I know and sent him an email and sent like every possible email that I could have sent. Like, how can I get in for this? I want all three days. Like I just want, like, I want all three. And I wasn't really like, thinking about it pain wise then. I was just like, ah, I've sat for long enough. I can do it. And, uh, yeah, one way or another, a couple of months of talking and going back and forth, it worked out. So it got booked, which I can't, I'm fucking so psyched. It's, uh, it's like the best thing ever. It's the best thing ever. So I, you know, like I, I, I went in day one, dude. I was like so nervous to meet this fucking guy. He's like my, my number one, my favorite tattoo artist ever is Victor Portugal, for the record. Almost <laughs> slowly by Robert oh, Hernandez, you know. Ass. Oh yeah, those are like my two favorites. So, I, but 
But Victor is definitely like, you know, just everything flow style. Like it's so hard to not copy all that shit because it's so genius. Like even looking at my back, I want to just throw all that in my tattoos, but I'm not going to, you know? <laughs> so it's inspiring though to like, you know, figure out my own thing. Cause like, you know, like talking about style and building up, like you just look at his shit and you just know like those like weird wispy things that everybody does through tattoos, including myself. That's fucking Victor Portugal straight up. You know what I mean? He like the him and Robert, like, and Paul and, you know, those guys are like the fucking innovators of that shit. So like any of that, one way or another has drained from the drained down from them, period. Like a lot of crazy flow shit through tattoos. That's just my personal opinion. But it uh it was such an honor just to get tattooed by him. When I first met him, I was just like, Yo, what's up? I love you, you know, your work is amazing, you know, like I've been wanting this forever and he like, you know, there's definitely like he speaks English, but there's a bit of a language barrier. So he's just like, Okay, you know, just kinda said okay to everything. He's just chill as fuck. And then uh I don't know what it, how he was going to approach it. If he was going to freehand it or stencil it, and he just like bust out the marker and starts drawing. And then he's like, do you want to go like down to your ass? And I'm like, yeah. And he just fucking like lowered my pants real quick and just started drawing on my ass cheeks. And I was like, oh shit. Like this motherfucker's going in right now. You know, just didn't even like no stress, dude. Like you could just like a real OG of this shit. You know, he's been doing fucking 20 years, man. Like you just like whatever, you know, you just know like, dude, he knows what the fuck he's doing, man. He didn't even like, there was no stress at all. He just did it, you know? And just uh, drew everything on, bro. And just, uh, and, you know, and then we sat down and we started. And, dude, the second it started, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, I hate tattoos. Like, I have a ton of tattoos. I got my whole throat, my car. I got my chest. I got my my thighs done. I got my legs done. I got my both sleeves pretty much done. I got my whole head. You know, like, I got a ton of shit. And, like, dude, the back hurts. Uh-huh. Nobody gave me the memo. There's uh, spots so, on the back that are surprisingly painful, dude. I don't know. Some people like I tattooed a couple backs and, and you know, some of them said it sucked and some people were like, Oh, it wasn't that bad at all. But me personally, that shit was serious. And like, uh, like, I don't know if like, you know, maybe he's heavy handed or like, you know, he's got, he's got definitely got a bit of an old school flow to it. You know, he's rocking them coils and, and, uh, he moves fast. He's got some big ass mags and like, maybe I'm just a fucking pussy. I don't know. But that shit fucking hurt. And we smashed like, uh, you know, drawing for a couple hours and then tattooing for like five, six hours the first day, just get all the blacks in and all the lines. And holy shit, it fucking hurt. Uh, I'm not one of those dudes that's going to tell you tattoos don't hurt. The fucking shit hurts. It was like so mentally fucked because I knew right. I had two more days. So by the end of it, I was just like, you know, breathing heavy and fucking squeezing my, sh- my hands and shit. And like, so when he was done the first day, I was just like, oh my fucking God, I have to do this for two more days. What the fuck, you know? And, uh, yeah, dude, I just woke up day two broken. <laughs> like, I woke up and I just, like, fucking couldn't even believe that I decided to do this shit. And, like, I was already investing, you know, enough into it. And uh, I was like, holy fuck, like, I have to do this, you know? So I just did it. And day two was so bad. Like, I just, like, just just mentally knowing that, like, I was already sore, tattooing on top of shit. You know, it's a back piece. So, I mean, of course, you're going to bounce around. So, it's just like fucking before you even get used to some shit. It's on to the next spot. And then fucking, you know, so like day two was over and I was like, I'm not going to say I was going to cry because I'm not going to cry getting tattooed. But like it was close. Well, I almost shed one tear for the dead homies. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it was close, dude. Like it fucking hurt. Like it, uh, it was serious. And then like I just went to sleep and like immediately didn't even do shit. I couldn't even talk. I did it sober. I didn't even do, take nothing. Like I just did it sober. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really fuck pills or anything like that. I'm not really into it, man. Like, uh, I don't know. Shit scares me. So then, uh, 
I didn't take anything, which was like a fucking mistake. I kind of wish I did because it hurt so bad. And uh, day three, I woke up and I was just like a lost soul. Like I, uh, it was kind of awesome because I always think about so much stuff and everything constantly, but uh, I couldn't even think about anything. I was just like, I give up. I'm just going to fucking, I give up to it. I accept it. I'm getting tattooed today. So the third day, dude, I just sat there. I didn't even fucking. Zombie I was just style. dead inside. <laughs> dead inside. And I was just like, just just do what you got to do, bro. And we ended up doing like one of the, probably like close to the longest day. Just knocked out the whole upper back. And uh, I just sat through it. It really, it honestly didn't bother me that much. But that's kind of, I was, like I said, I was, I was absolutely dead inside. And uh, I don't recommend anybody doing it. Fuck that. It's, I mean, I, and it's crazy because like towards the end of the year, I posted up that I really only want to do big projects, like three day projects and shit. And like, I, I'm fucking, I can't even believe I did that. I did, did that to these fucking people. Like I have so many of them coming up, like three day projects. Like it's definitely doable, you know, but it fucking sucks, dude. And like those people, I'm gonna let them know, bring fucking snacks, fucking yeah, sleep right, water. eat, even all that yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like a, it doesn't even like help. Like one thing that did help though, Yalzi, because okay. Yalzi was there. Yalzi, he was like, "Eat a fucking jar of Nutella." Hmm. I was like, "I love Nutella, so I'm just gonna do that." And uh, it does really help, man. All them sugars and shit, wow. it does get you right. So, quoted by Yalzi, you know, man, I like that dude. Eat a jar. Of That's great. Nutella. Great tip, man. It worked. It's a good point. Like you need your sugars up, and Nutella is like fucking sugar crack cocaine in a jar like just like 10 billion calories you know so i just dude i just smashed a ton of nutella and i was ready for sunday you know but uh but i couldn't be more happy with how it came out it's fucking amazing i gotta go finish in poland which uh he mentioned to me about doing a guest spot there so Hell that's yeah, one thing man. that i'm gonna be doing in the future hopefully so that's just like fucking i can't even believe that if that if that, if that gets lined up and set set up you know that would be like such an honor and so I don't really even mind going out there, and I'm already gonna be traveling, so I'll probably just shoot there after Sweden or something like that. And uh, yeah, man, it just it came out so amazing, and he's such a fucking incredible artist, and I don't even know how he does what he does, and I just hope to be like at his status of just bossness ten years from now. You know, if I could be like half of that, I'd be fucking happy. You know, it's just he's just so dope, and uh, yeah, a true legend. Fucking man. amazing, true dang, legend. man. Say that again. I said nothing else to say besides that. Just a true fucking legend. Held up to everything. Like, you know, like, yeah. he's just an OG, man. Victor Portsmouth. Didn't let you down, shit. man. That's amazing. Uh, Danny, it's been great talking yeah. to you, man. And I appreciate you coming on, sitting down with me. Um, congratulations on all your success and hard, the hard work's paying off, man. And it's exciting to see. Um, if people want to check out your work, what's the best way to get a hold of you? If they want to get on that wait list and, and get a piece, what's up with that? Yeah, so pretty much for the rest of the year, uh, like uh, in New York, where I work most of the time, if you want to get an appointment there, it's booked until next year. I'm not taking bookings right now. I'm going to open it back up in September for the for the year, and I'm probably going to book like three or four months at a time. Uh, it's going to book quick because there's a lot of people on the waiting list already. But if you want to get on there, just the uh, best thing to do is email me at dannylaporex at gmail.com. And uh, just, just send me all your info, contact name, email, your ideas, what you're looking to do, any questions you have. My assistant will get back to you. It might not be tomorrow, but usually at least once a week it's all checked and gone through. Um, if you want to get tattooed other places, like uh, I'll be in Toronto, Sweden, uh, Australia, New Zealand, Vegas. Some of those places are booked already, but some of them are London as well. I think I have like one day left in London. Um, there's a couple There's a couple days open here and there. If you want to get in for those spots, those do still have openings. Uh, same thing, just email me or direct message me on Instagram. 
Uh, the dark message is kind of tricky for me to keep up with, but uh, email is the best way. And uh, if you want any of the shop info for New York, it's uh, you can just go to bullseyetattooshop.com. All the info is on there easy enough, so it's perfect. Yeah, and uh, thank you for, letting, for having me on here, man. I really appreciate it. Appreciate everything you guys and so on are doing. And uh, yeah, man, I just uh, it's it's awesome to see people, you know, like my work and digging what I do. And it's just uh, it, it really makes me makes me wake up every day and want to do it, you know, just to just to know that I might even inspire one person, you know, it's all I ever wanted. So it's just great to see the, you know, the steps build up and build up, and uh, it's all really, really. Thank you, Danny. Man. I appreciate it. Your your work is stellar, and and I I love seeing it. I love the the grind and the hustle, man. It's one thing that I and almost most of the shows with is keep hustling. That's something I've said, you know, for since before even the Sullen podcast, you know, my old podcast. So uh, it's cool to see, man. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely, hey everybody. Yeah, time. thank you uh, to Danny Lapore, and you can find me on Instagram Thanks and Twitter at OG really Joe Swanson. You can follow the show's Instagram the show, at Sullen Radio. Check us out on uh, Facebook and, and um, appreciate everybody listening. So uh, keep sharing it with your friends, and we'll talk to you next week. Check out Kingpin at KingpinTattooSupply.com. Black Flies Eyewear. You're going to find them at Flies.com. Check out the Cintiq Companion 2 on Wacom.com. And you can check out Tattoos Cure Cancer at TattoosCureCancer.com. You can also donate to support them and the show at SullenRadio.com. Thanks, guys, for all the support. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Keep hustling.